Welcome to this week's uh, Fit Finance Sessions with myself, Tom Senegals, Tim Webb and Henry Elliston. We're all Chartered Financial Planners at Efficient Portfolio. And the big news this week is there's not a lot going on, um, or not so much going on. Uh, Trump's a bit poorly. He's had to take a few days off. And uh, yeah, I guess markets... Markets did sort of interpret the data a little bit negatively, but that seems to have bounced back today. But um, I think until you see big moves in the election or Brexit news or some something else, then um, uh, there's not a lot, not a lot to discuss, and not a lot influencing markets. Although uh, they they have sold off a bit over the last last coming weeks. Um, but on my very informative uh, roundup of nothing going on, um, Tim and Henry have kindly got some content to talk to you about. Um, who wants to go first? Yeah, why not? I'll jump in. Um, just that, funnily, as you, as you pre-pre Brexit, actually, there was something late last week which was of interest in, um, in so far as the EU taking legal action against the UK. I don't know if you saw that at all. Um, but I, towards, um, well, I say there, but Boris is. Um, sort of going back on the original treaty back in December, December time, um, uh, which obviously is, is, a, is a fairly, fairly big move. But I think I don't know, there's Brexit, Brexit, Brexit news every morning, to be honest, and, and the market is kind of this swaying either way until, until the, as you say, a finite point is actually reached. Yeah, it's, uh, all, it's all very priced in, I think, at the moment, and unless there's a change to the narrative, then it's, it's kind of just moving within a range. Yeah, indeed. I mean, I was actually consistently watching the pound that day, and as soon as that happened, the pound fell off quite dramatically. However, then Michael Gove said, actually, the, the conversations were in good spirits, and what loss had, uh, had just been made had instantly just been regained. So, yeah, I think it's by and large priced in um, to what we're seeing. Um, other than that, I mean, I think this morning there was this new Jets uh, scheme um, in the UK uh, announced as sort of, sort of a new... Uh, targeted, or should I just explain that, job entry targeted support scheme. So that's sort of furlough round two, which is kind of this more targeted version of it rather than that sort of blanket approach, which has been, um, you know, the initial uh, stimulus put in uh, is more targeted to um, those people who have been made unemployed or, or um, you know, lost their jobs, et cetera, throughout, throughout COVID, um, with another £238 million pounds coming out of somewhere. <laughs> um, that's great. Sorry? The money tree. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, what's most likely going to be our pockets over the next five to ten years, but there you go. If anyone's looking for the money tree, it's behind Tim's uh, Tim's chair there. Yeah, I wish it was. If it was, it wouldn't be on this podcast, huh? Staple <laughs> <laughs> um, £50 notes to that tree for next week's recording. That would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so... So I guess there there are there are things happening, but I think um, yeah, it's the same same topics at the moment. We're waiting for a vaccine. We're waiting for U.S. elections to go through. We're waiting for more Brexit deal news, and and also just I think going into a second phase, it's kind of everyone's the planes are circling, waiting to land. We just don't know whether we're we're coming into land or taking off to to the next place. <laughs> <laughs> A great analogy. <laughs> um, Henry, I think you were going to talk about um, some of the issues. Uh, housing market's been pretty buoyant over 
over the summer, maybe slowing down a bit, but there's also some issues and specific things around getting a mortgage that you were going to talk about. Well, that's right. The, the, well, the, the market has been buoyant, hasn't it? I, I think the lack of stamp duty and um, and certainly earlier in the uh, in the summer, it was people spending too long in their little flats in London, wanting to move out to the, to the shires with the green and pleasant land and rolling fields and countryside. So I think I, I, I think that's still happening. I think there is still um, property price growth um, seen outside of London. I don't think London's faring quite as well. Um, but you know, I was chatting to a friend of mine over the weekend who, who, who recently got married, and so he's looking to move out to the shires for both, of, well, for both those reasons: one that he's got married, and two that he wants a bit more space. And um, and he's run into a bit of a problem, and it's it's the cladding issue that comes on the back of the Grenfell fire or the Grenfell Tower fire disaster. Um, and he lives in a flat in central London, uh, which he bought about ten years ago. Um, and the, the, the block of flats is clad, as are most relatively modern blocks of flats in London. Um, and so he's looking to sell this property and the estate agents have come around um, and explained to him that currently uh, his property is pretty much unsellable because nobody will be able to take out a mortgage on this property because they don't know what this cladding is made of. And as it happens, this has culminated, a number of people in the block are all looking to sell. and so. They're now having to go get a surveyor to come around and have a look at the property, work out whether or not this cladding is flammable. And if one assumes that it might be, um, then my friend as a tenant of the building, and along with all the other tenants within the building, is going to get hit with a, with a fairly sizable uh, remediation um, bill uh, that he currently estimates is going to cost somewhere between 30 and 50,000 um, pounds for his flat alone. Um, which is just, uh, I mean, I feel very sorry for the chap. I mean, it's not what anybody wants, is it? And I don't really know if there's any way around it. And, and I suspect for many people, this will have, have knock-on effects. You know, I know in times, well, you know, five or six years ago, there were big blocks being built up in Manchester and Liverpool, uh, which I suspect have been built in a similar fashion that people now have tenants in. But if they're trying to get out of being a buy-to-let landlord because of the various rules that are affecting landlords at the moment, um, it's going to make it very tricky for them to sell these properties. I mean, they'll find their money is essentially locked up. Um, and of course, you know, especially if you were say up north, it is a bit different for much more expensive properties down south. But for those that aren't so expensive up north, actually covering the cost of replacing all the cladding is going to be is going to take up quite a significant proportion of the value of, of those properties and I wonder actually in some cases if people just hand back the keys leave them to the lenders and be done with it because it's just not worthwhile going to that expense mm. so that was that was what I that was what I was looking at on the Sunday Times this weekend and chatting to my mate poor chap anyway fingers crossed it won't cost him that much um, and uh, he'll have a bit of money left over to um to, to get the work done and, and be able to move out to the countryside happily where he can get himself a Labrador. I think it, um, it comes back to what we were saying in one of our earlier podcasts around liquidity. Liquidity is never a problem until it, it's a problem. Um, a bit like the cladding on your house, it's never a problem until it's uh, on fire. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, it just shows that if you can't access or realize your investment, there's a, there's a huge premium to be to be paid. And um, when everything's going fine, not an issue, but equally, 
times like these when you might have to change circumstances being able to stay liquid and and do that is a is a value in itself um so yeah uh important things to to consider when making any investment whether that's property or funds or shares or whatever it is is how how quickly can i, can I realize them but um yeah uh, if anyone's having any issues with liquidity or uh, just investments in general, anything you want us to cover, then then please let us know. Um, let us know what you thought of the content this week. And if you want us to cover anything, um, please, please comment below. Um, take care and see you next week.